Vintner of Shabbos here in Eretz Yisrael, we're doing Parshas Bahaloischa, and in America they're doing Nasai. One of the things that's, uh, you know, there's a little, what they say in Hebrew, a common denominator. I don't know how Hebrew that is, but a machana meshutaf is a common denominator. What is the common denominator about Nasai and Bahaloischa? They're both in Bamidbar. But really, what is the common denominator? And I think that it, it's the lesson that we learn from the end of Parshas Noso, where we read the, the 12 Nesim, they brought the same korban. Each one of them had that Nevuah Rucha Kodesh to bring that type of korban and all the specifics involved. And uh, it was amazing. And each one of them had their own unique kavanas in bringing the korban, and it was a huge, huge part of the Torah. One of the, there's uh, many psukim. You could have saved probably uh, a good 40 psukim by just saying that. And so and each one did the same thing. So, But the Torah felt it necessary to include all of the specifics of each and every one of the, the Nesim because of how important every word of Torah is. Now, what does this have to do with Parshas Baloscha? So you see that when it says that that Vayas Ken Aaron El Mulpnei Menorah, that it says that El Mulpnei Menorah Yiru Shivas Aneiros, that Aaron had to light up the candles and do the Voida and the Menorah in the base of Mikdash, and it says that Vayas Ken Aaron and Aaron did thus. Now, who would have thunk that Aaron would not have done? what he was instructed to do, that the Torah had to go out of its way and tell us that he did it the right way. So Rashi says the famous idea, Melamed, I'll read the terminology, it's very short. It says, Vayaskin Aaron, lehagid shvacho shel Aaron, shalo shina, to tell you the praise of Aaron that he did not change at all from what he was instructed to do. Okay, that's the Pashat Pshat. Some of the big Bali Machshavas, I think there's some Mishonim that even say this, Shaloshina means that he didn't do it as a repetition. That each time he did the Hatavas Haneros and arranging the candles and the menorah in the base of Mikdash, he did it as if it's the first time. It's not like oh, I'm doing it again and again and again. I, I know that some of the, the Bacharim in, in the yeshiva sometimes on their journey to become, you know, of the Hashem, they get very frustrated with davening because sometimes davening, I just said this a few hours ago, why do I have to say it again and again and again? But this is the idea that Aaron Cohen understood the chashivas. He understood the chashivas and even repetitive actions and even saying the same things have a tremendous effect on our neshama. I was zocher to hear from Rav Gamliel. He actually wrote in one of his farm, a couple of his farm, that uh, talks about that the kavana of tefillah, the kavana of tefillah that's brought down in the Arizal, is seemingly the kavana of one day at one juncture in time of the history of mankind. But theoretically, every single day has its own kavanas. It's what year in the Shemitah cycle we're in, what year in the, in the Yovels, what week in the Yovel cycle we're in. 
which millennia we're in, which day of the week and which day, hour of the day. And each tefillah has its own unique function that only that tefillah could perform. So even if I've said the same thing beforehand, doing it now, there's a different reality in the world. And if your life is so stagnant that nothing has changed since the last tefillah, it's so hard to understand. But the reality of the world is there's a dynamic thing happening in the world all the time. And we say it, Taka and Davening, we say that Hamechadesh Betuvo Bechol Yom Tomid Maisavreshus, which basically translate that Hashem is renewing in His goodness all at all times the, the creation of the world. That means the world is not the same old world. We're not in the same place as we were before. And this is one of the things that, that also tell us that we don't have to be stuck in that same pattern as we had until now. But this is the trick, is how to see it as everything new. And that's why Chazal tell us basically, that um, that you should look at the words of Torah every day as new. And, uh, and the, the idea is the coal in, in, every, in every way. Was that there's no tefillah that's entirely the same as anything else before. And the whole world is actually changing and, and metamorphosizing into a whole different reality at, at moments in the world. I mean, we, we see that throughout the history, sometimes the most insane things have happened in, in matters of minutes and, and made in unbelievable changes in the whole course of mankind. But, um, but the same thing for each and every one of us, that we have our own avoda, and we are changing and we're transforming and we are not stuck, that we have to be the same as we were until now. Every person, every Jew has that ability to be transformed and to metamorphosize himself into a totally new being. And theoretically speaking, at, at each moment, our, our cells and our body are being renewed. And that we're really different people. Um, but what am I telling you this for? It's to show that just like in America, they're reading Parsha's Nasa, and what do I have to hear the same thing over and over again? And Aaron had to, some, uh, somebody said that if you do it, that Aaron in the Midbar, you know, I guess 39 years, 39 years, and they had to do it twice a day. So let's say 360 times 2, 720 times 39. So, I mean, that's 28,000, I don't know, 26,000, 27,000. How many times that he had to do Hatavas Aneris in the Mishkan? That's a huge amount of times. And never did he ever do it as if he's doing it again. He's doing it anew. So why am I telling you this? Uh, Rav Ben-Zion Tversky should be healthy and well, a son of Rav Michal uh, Tversky of of, uh, Milwaukee. He said an amazing thing from Rav Yenison Ibershitz in the Yaris Dvash. He says that there's a special Yetzahara. There are two, it's Yaris Dvash and Drosh Hay. That the Yaris Dvash of Yenison Ibershitz says that there are two types of Yetzirahs. There's a Yetzirah that gets people to do stupid, silly things. 
things that you don't really benefit from. You don't really see why, and you think, why did I do that? It makes no sense. Such as Lashon Hara. Like, what, is it, what do I gain by seeing the negative in the world? So that, that's one Yetzirah. And all types of things, of silly things that really don't amount to anything. A person spends his day um, immersed in, in uh, playing solitaire. You know, what do you gain from that? Okay, if you know you're, you need to, your mind to cool down a little and whatever some people do for some type of cooling down. It's not Navera. But there's Yetzirah to, to waste time. And you really have no benefit from it. But then there's another type of Yetzirah. And that other type of Yetzirah is Taivas. And these Taivas manifest themselves in many different ways. Blueberry sweet rolls, chocolate, peanut butter cake, blueberry pie. Ah, the things people have real desires for. The cholent in the vey. That's uh, yeah. there's a there's a there's an urge, there's a feeling. Now, and even though we've had it before, I still want it again. That taiva doesn't let me see this, oh, I've had this a million times, what's the big deal? It makes you, your mouth water. There's a certain system in the body, the olfactory reactions that you smell Shabbos food cooking and your mouth starts watering. I'm not sure if I'm one of Pavlov's dogs, but, you know, there's, there's a certain thing that we're conditioned and we're we, we have desires and we want these things. So there's two different ways of dealing with Yetzirahs, with the two types of Yetzirahs. With one type of Yetzirah, you need to just be moist and nefesh. You need to be moist and nefesh. You need to, like with stopping speaking Lush and Hara and stop wasting time doing things that really you have no benefit, you just got to say, like, I got to stop. You got to go cold turkey and stop. But then there are the other taivas. How do you deal with these other taivas? These other taivas, the way to deal with it is finding a chiddush in mitzvahs. Finding something new. Getting excited about a mitzvah. Um, there's a, I, I have the schus of, of enjoying tzitzis and making tzitzis strings. It's a, I don't know why it's Hashem made my neshama having a feeling, a connection to these things. And I, I get excited when there's an opportunity to go and shear sheep. And it's kind of like weird, but you go and we buy sheep and then we lift them up and we do a Kenyan hagba, we do a Kenyan mashikha, and we do a chalip and all kinds of different Kenyan. And then we own the sheep and then we shear the sheep, l'shem mitzvah tzitzis. And then we take the tzitzis and we bring them to a kohen, I like to give it to Rav Gamliel, Hakoyan, Shlita. And then we make a little matzav and then give him the, the matnas kahuna. We don't make a brocha nowadays, but it's a maimed. We make a special occasion out of it. And then I buy the wool back and then I take it to the tzitzis macher and then he has to wash it many times and then he has to do niputz, the shema, and then he's got to do shazira and tevia and until they become strings. And then once they become strings, we take them and then we, we tie them onto the begadim. 
And it's it's a beautiful thing, you know. I why I don't know, but if you feel ischachis, you feel something new, something exciting that I'm able to do a mitzvah. That's what really transforms a person into being able to overcome his yetsaharas for things that present themselves as exciting and present themselves as a new experience you've never had before. This chocolate cake, this, uh, unfortunately, people with a tyrus or something, usser, I, I was told by many experts that the best way to prepare a steak is chas v'shalom, it's totally usser, with butter, totally usser, iser the rice of basar v'chalav. But I have to have it. Nebuch, nebuch, nebuch. But that's a taiva. It's a taiva people have. So how do you find it? You have to find excitement in doing the mitzvahs and excitement in learning. A person can learn Torah and find excitement. Bechol yom yu of learning Torah and every day should be in your eyes like something new. There's a Rav here in Eretz Yisrael. His name is Rav Baruch Rosenblum. He's unbelievable. He's a, a treasure house of unbelievable Torah. And every time he speaks, he says the excitement, he exudes excitement for Torah. That's the idea, is that HaMechadosh Betuvo B'chol Yom Tavim Ma'asev Reishis, they say, Im harav Hashem If the rabbi is similar to Malach, Torah Yivakash Mipiu, ask Torah from him. Why? Because a malach, what's a malach? A malach is created every day. is recreated every day. And a malach has to go and, and has his tafkid for the day, sing shira, and then zit, he's gone. Okay, you have Uriel uh, and uh, Rafael and Michal and Gabriel and Nureel, maybe there's five malachim that seem to be permanent, but all the malachim that we basically have are created for the one day, and that's it. So if your Rebbe is like a Malach Hashem Tzvakos, that he's not coming in schlepped and saying, okay, guys, let's open up the Gemara. Okay, let's read again what we did yesterday in a monotone voice and not to have any excitement in anything you say. It's Gehenim. You want somebody who could be exciting. Somebody who sees a Chiddush. Somebody that you have, that the Rebbe is seeing something new. If the Rebbe is saying same old, he has his notes that were, you know, yellowed from pre-World War One, and it's the same Torah, same Shir over and over again. I don't know how the Rebbe do it, but if they get excited and they find something new and they see it, uh, somebody asks a question, they, they get excited. There's a new connection to the Torah. And if a person has that new connection to Torah and new connection to mitzvahs, he gets excited, that's how we defeat our Yetzirah. That's how we obliterate that Yetzirah for taivas that promise to give you something that really it's the same old. Halavai, that Hashem should bless us. We should be excited for Torah and mitzvahs and we should look at the taivas for something usher. As eh, same old, I had that before. And, eh, eh, been there, done that. But when it comes to Torah and mitzvahs, wow, a Chiddush Torah.
And Hashem should help us, that we should be zochazayin, that uh, just like Hashem Beirach is Avram Bakol, they said that he had children, white children, because Bakol is you, Bechol Yom, you Benechek Chadosh, Bechol Yom, every day should be in, in your eyes like something new. And that's the Bakol, that's everything. We should have that youth and that excitement of learning as if we're learning something for the first time. Every time we learn it, we'll have more and more insights and appreciation and excitement for Torah and mitzvahs, and when we meet another Yid also. It's a big clown. My Chavrusa told me, he says that if a person treats a person like, I know you, I know exactly everything about you, uh, there's no chiddush in you. The relationship just fizzles out. It destroys the relationship. But if you see something new, something you didn't know about that person, your whole relationship changes. So not only is this true about Torah, not only is it true about mitzvahs, but it's also true about every Jew. And it's also true about yourself. That you can recognize there's something new about you. You're not the same old. Every day a Baruch gives you a new lease on life because there's something that you're supposed to discover about yourself today. And when you discover it, you become new. But the next day, you're going to become new again. Akash Baruch should bless us to be constantly renewing ourselves. And B'zal Hashem, we should, everybody do, does this, it will bring in the B.S. girl, Tzadik B'mheri, B'mheri, Amen. Zayi Bench, have an amazing Shabbos.